Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the Question the Question podcast. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been almost like one month and something, but forgive me, it's been so busy. It's been so rough. Like, not not to mention Christmas, you know, holidays and all that stuff, but like, in the country, it's been (laughs) so funny politically. It's been such drama that, you know, like nonstop news, news, news. Like I even had to turn it off, stop reading. But then like it doesn't matter where you go. People still talk about it. Like it's crazy how one person could change everything. Not like it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. Okay. I'm just impressed that he lives rent free in so many hats. Anyways, I don't want to talk about politics. See, I told you, right? <laughs> it's been pretty busy i was hoping that this drama would settle but it didn't we're still going through this i have no idea when it's gonna end but anyways we'll see the only thing we have to do is probably just stay positive you know and try to find other things that inspire us you know give us um motivation to work be better than we were yesterday you know all that kind of good not kind of it is good stuff right oh i totally forgot i'm i'm still your host still simon still alive okay didn't didn't meet Miss Rona yet. I don't know if I will, but tr- doing my best to not meet her by exercising, having a healthy diet, you know, and doing all of that that strengthens my immune system. I don't know why it's not being recommended. I oh again, right? It's so hard not to fall into this. But anyways. This episode is the second episode of the series um, of the Wake Up Call series, um, which is dedicated to my book that finally came out. You can buy it on Amazon. Um, You can just search for Wake Up Call, The Art of Waking Up. You can order it. It gets shipped right to your door with all the nice and good stuff in it. So this is the second part of the series, and it's about the second chapter of the book, which is called where do you wake up? So the first chapter was where do you wake up for, right? But it's also important to know where do you wake up? And I'm not asking you just to, you know, be this Captain Obvious guy like, I wake up in my room, ha 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 ha, you know, like, I, duh. But it's more like, think critically about your room. Your room is a door to yourself, to what's up with you, you know, what's in your mind, what's, in, what's with your past, what are your dreams, you know? everything because your room the place where you live it's a place where you're supposed to be home where you get to be yourself where you get to not put on that smiley face i'm gonna how are you i'm doing so well when you're not you know like you don't have to do that and home you can be naked like you can do whatever you want as long as like if you're leasing an apartment or a house as long as like within the <laughs> leasing contract but anyways you can be yourself And to know yourself, to find clues to that interesting person, you can just look at your room. Like, you know, when you read fiction, to open the door to the character's soul, to what's up with them, you know, any author starts with a description of their surroundings. Because, you know, you pick certain things because you want them for some reason, you know, like you can decide whether it's important to you because it's like a symbol of the past or you like it at this very moment you like blue collar red collar you know i fell into these political colors again <laughs> anyway i'm trying okay i'm trying anyway so like um 
you choose certain objects because they represent something meaningful to you. And why is that meaningful? You know, like everything around your room can tell you what's up with your future, what's up with your past. Because like imagine if you were an author, right? If you're an, if you're a writer and it's a fiction story about you, how would you describe your room? What things would you mention? What things would you pick to open the door to this character? Because like you are your own main character for your own unique story, hopefully beautiful, but story. So what would you choose to describe yourself with? And then what did you not choose to describe yourself with? It's a very important question because when you're trying to write a story about yourself, of course, you want to present that person like, you know, when you go on the date, you're trying to sell yourself by being so perfect, like, look, I'm clean, I follow my hygiene, I look good, I have nice taste, all jokes, humor. But you know, sometimes it doesn't follow the reality because you're trying to sell something, right? Instead of like offering the value. And like, if you didn't choose certain things to describe your room, why? Let's say if you have certain socks thrown somewhere in the middle of the like your room, would you choose them? Why not or why yes? If you said no, I wouldn't, why wouldn't you? Because like you were those socks, hopefully you, you threw them there for a reason. Whether you want it or not, you may hate it, you might love it, but you can deny it. Everything you do in your life is your own choice. Whether you want to open that app on the phone, it's your choice. Whether you want to drink that coffee, it's your choice. Whether you want to throw those socks, it's your choice. And hopefully that choice is followed by a reason because otherwise, like, if something doesn't make sense to us, we don't, we can't really do that. Like, um, imagine if I just met you on the street, right? And ask you like, hey, can you give, can you give me money? Like, unless you have a reason to do that, you would be hesitating and probably said no, right? unless something would justify that. So what justified those socks? What justified, let's say, dirty room? You know, it's maybe trivial, but it's very important to keep your room clean. When I moved to the United States, I knew that people used cars as a way to travel. Like, I'd say in... I know it probably sounded weird, but in Europe and Russia, even though like Russian, Russia is big, car is not like a mean of transportation, but it's more of like still a sign of a luxury due to the history, because, you know, in the Soviet Union, it was hard to get the car. Plus, let's say in Europe, you can live more or less with a car. You can take a train. You can take public transportation, you know. So a car is like... Not really, it's a necessity, but it's more of a luxury, especially with those taxes. But here, it's a necessity. And people treat their cars as like an accessory, which is also like they're another part of their soul. And I noticed that a lot of people here, they leave their cars so dirty. And what I was fascinated by, like all of them said like, oh, excuse me for this mess. Like, I get it, but... What happened to you that you left 30 bags of Whataburger or like McDonald's in your car? You didn't even think about throwing them away. Like, it's part of you. Your car is the place where you spend almost every day if you live in the States, like most of the country. Um, 
why you know cleaning is a is an important it's an important step to teach yourself discipline like you can brag about motivation as long as you want to like hey i'm so motivated but like the truth is if you lack discipline your motivation is nothing because motivation is a feeling and discipline is like a rational act of forcing yourself to do that hoping for a better outcome because you know it's beneficial to you to a future you not the present you but to a future you, which is important because like feelings are about your present like they make me feel good now but you don't think about the future discipline is when you might not feel good now but you know it's good for the future you so discipline is something that will get you farther in life way better than anything way better than motivation way way better than looking at some pictures you know listening to some ted talk like you can feel like hell yeah i'm gonna follow this advice but what's the point if you don't have the discipline to actually do that you know and you teach yourself discipline it's not something you're born with you have to teach yourself you teach yourself discipline through very small tasks like keeping your room clean keeping your car clean it's not like it's not a surprise when you look at any religion and find that one of the foundational teachings there is to have newcomers clean stuff under after the elderly that teaches you that your present has consequences and you have to take care of them if you don't it's going to get harder to clean the mess you know even it was one of the tasks for Hercules like Greeks thought ancient Greeks thought that it was necessary to include that story right because if it was not an important story like within thousands of years we would have no such thing so it had some importance and when you look at your room where you wake up how would you describe your room is it like a dirty car or is it something clean where you want to come back and relax how would you describe your room what would you tell your reader about your main character is it a good story is it a bad story is your character working for something meaningful or living for something that is expedient i don't know it's not my room so you get to think about it anyways thank you for tuning into this episode and stay curious life is worth it hold on a second i almost forgot something don't forget to buy my book you can find it on amazon.com it's available in brazil france japan italy germany the united states it's available almost anywhere where you can find amazon just search for wake up call the art of waking up and you'll see that book with orange cover that says wake up call and let me know what you think about the book because i read all the reviews y'all okay and now stay tuned and stay curious because life is worth it